found Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com. Hi, Fiona. Hey, Jill. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks, today. How good. are you doing? Good, good, good. I'm at my son's place near the beach, so it's a little cooler. Yes, that's lovely in the California summer. Yes. So we were talking the other day, and we were doing a podcast the other day, and something you had said triggered something off in me, and I talked to you afterwards, and I said, let's do a podcast called There Are No Gurus and what that means to us, that there are no gurus. Yeah, okay. I mean, first of all, I think we have to ask what what does a guru mean? It just means someone with with a, a deep connection. It, it was originally meant to be someone who has a deep connection to source, who created this incredible energy field that people could come into, so that they could remember that state themselves. But I think it's gotten, in, in some cases, it, it got a bit lost. And I guess what I meant by it, because there are so many people who who are opening up and yet, you know, opening up to, as you say, source or finding the essence of all things, the connection with all things, and yet they still hand over to somebody who they see as more powerful as them. So when I say there are no gurus, I think we are all gurus. We have that within mm-hmm. us. And we we don't need to waste money and time giving energy to someone who's, who um, puts themselves in that position of being a guru. I, I like to think of, you know, the, the, the holy people that you and I have worked with. Uh, uh, I, uh, there's one called Guru Dev Singh Khalsa who I worked with, he was like a guide to me. He, he he talked to me about what was possible, what he saw within me, but he wasn't my guru. He had that name. You also had um, Osho for a while, mm-hmm. yes? Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. And so I always think it's it's how I and I believe you and I are the same, is that we see the potential in in everyone we meet. And should they wish to become the gift of who they are in this life and recognize that within themselves, uh, we're here to help them or guide them or maybe make suggestions. But to me, a guru has attained the 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 uh the taste of someone who's been put on a pedestal and has to be worshipped. And that comes from from several things I think. It comes from regular upbringing of children. I know and you don't. So you've got to do what I say rather than be guided by your inner wisdom. It also comes from the teachers saying um you don't know, I know. I even had a friend once uh, who's brilliant, actually, but he, his 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 uh, teacher once told him, don't tell me what you think. Tell me what you think I want you to think. Oh, how and, wonderful. Uh, so, when, <laughs> so 
so when you when you go in I know because I remember going to school and I had been treated very respectfully so uh, and my parents really encouraged uh, us to explore and to seek and uh, I uh, because I have some uh, dyslexia and some ADHD some ADD I had difficulty learning at school so I had a tough time but they couldn't understand how I knew so much general knowledge and I could work things out so well but that I could barely do you know work out the alphabet or anything because it was confusing to me so um, what I think I've noticed is a gentleman up the road has got two amazing kids and he brought them up so that they could make their own pathway they're respectful they're kind they're sensitive they were just here for dinner the other night and they were making sure that they didn't take the last piece that unless I offered it and you know they're just wonderful kids because they haven't been told you have to do they've been told be guided by your inner space and i think that starts off in school and starts off at home then it goes to school and then we get into uh and i'm not denying that churches and temples and and different things are not helpful for some people but if we're not careful for children it makes them believe that somebody on a pedestal knows more than they do. And then we lose the essence. That's when we get violence and anger and hatred because we don't find the center of who we are. So when we are feeling like we have to be led by a guru or someone else, that's dangerous for uh, for us and for everybody else because we lose our center. So there's, I think there's a progression of the guru thing that comes from when we're very small because I see it with, children who didn't have that most people have to spend their whole lives coming away from the guru syndrome or the priest or the church syndrome or the teacher syndrome mm -hmm. to get back to the finding that guru within yeah and it depends upon the parents uh totally uh, the, the, the behavior of the parents so some people have never had that at all um and no i, I never you, had it at all and you see you and i are are aware of this and so when when we work with people with whatever however we we work you and I at different different ways a lot of the way i work with somebody is how what they need or what they feel that they need um and they come to me and i'll say well let's see what we can do Let's see how we can do this. But it, I don't have a plan. I don't have um, a notebook that says, this is how you do it. Uh, because it, I always believe it It begins with the, the individual. It comes from within them. So it's part of hmm. the guidance of how to open yourself up to what you already know. But don't Absolutely. remember. How to, unwind, how to unwind, as we've said so many times, how to unwind or unlayer what's on top of us so that we can access or see that lightness and uh, operate from that brightness which is always there you see big people going into depression people going into all sorts of things and underneath that is always the lightness it never goes away it just gets covered up and so we have to that's what jill and i help people to do is to uncover the lightness within and it's just a little process we have to be kind of supported in dropping in and finding how to unweave mm -hmm. what we've gotten stuck on us and uh, everybody can do it exactly 
So if, whoever's listening to this, please know that we know that you're capable of doing whatever it is that we do, whatever it is that we help people do, and we're open to learning more. So trust, trust, open yourself. Lose those edges that separate you from everything else. That's where I would always begin is just to close your eyes. And, you know, it's like that time when I was in the wilderness and I had a little fire going because I was holding base camp for a, a bunch of women who are on a fishing quest. And this mother bear and her baby cubs came into camp. And I, to make myself not seen, I just uh, let let go of all the edges of me. Let it dissolve into the earth around me. And the mother bear walked right behind me and took her cubs down to the down to the river. Magical experience. Such a lovely story. So, Jill, talk talk a little bit more about how you did that. Well, uh, okay, let me go back to when I realized uh, I had been staring into this little fire and, you know, uh, thinking of the women that were out there. I, I used to call it zeroing in. Everybody was alone. They were having their 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 vision quest. And I pay attention to the the feelings, and I call it zeroing in on each of the people to make sure they're safe. So I stay awake all night in front of a little fire. So I'd been staring at the fire when all of a sudden I heard this noise, which was the rustle of trees and bushes. And I looked up from the fire, and of course my eyes weren't accustomed to the darkness yet. But when they finally, you know, the pupils... Uh, closed a bit, I could see the mother bear. Uh, or, no, I saw the cubs first. And I thought, and all of a sudden my adrenaline stuck, came up. And I thought, no, that's how I attract the bears, with that sense of adrenaline shot through me. And I thought, no, let that go. Let go, just let go. All the edges of my being, and that's what I, how I see it is just letting go of the edges that separate me from everything else on this earth. Everything else, uh, the the stone I was sitting on, the rock that I had my back against, um, I let go of it all. And I just melted into everything. And I wasn't seen. That's how I, I think do people it. Could, people could do that in, like, you could just sit there and look out of a window of some kind and just rely, tell yourself, I don't need to be anything. I don't need to be smart or clever or successful or bright. Or You can let go of everything you thought you should be or everything you've attached to being. If you're a doctor, let go. If you're a, if you're a cleaner, let it go. If you're a teacher, mm. let it go. Whatever you are, let it go. Let go of everything you thought you were or should be. And those will start to dissolve. And if you sit and uh, keep opening and closing your eyes and breathing, opening and closing your eyes, because when you see into this world, when your mind thinks you close and go into the stillness, 
And when your mind thinks you open your eyes and go into seeing, looking at something, that process with breathing is very helpful to get to that state within us, to the dissolving of the of the edges. And I think we, we want to say to ourselves, people who feel they have to follow a guru, or if they're in church or temple, or whatever, I think that can be quite beautiful for people as long as they're not trapped with it. As long as it's, you know, for a community, your friendship, or or for a wonderful teaching. But if you feel trapped or tight or locked or insecure or feeling like you've got to get something from somebody because you don't have it, that's when you lose. Yeah. I like to do it with with my eyes closed because I sense it more when I'm doing this. I, it's, I can do this in meditation. I can do this to make myself go to sleep. Um, and when I go to sleep, I, I travel. I, I can have these lucid dreams or travel. When I've let go of what, when I talk about the edges, it is what, it's, I guess, the, the ego, that which places me apart from everything else. Maybe that's the way to put it. But with my eyes closed, I, it's like just melting in, into everything, into my surroundings. And... I, I, it's wonderful. I don't know. I don't know, Fiona, but it's just wonderful. It's wonderful. Melting into everything and everyone is a practice. Um, actually, you don't want to do it to, to anyone unless you know them, and uh, but you can do it to plants and nature and animals. That's wonderful. And I also think that um, just a reminder that the ego is just simply something that holds what we haven't finished lightning and uh, it keeps presenting it back into this existence through thoughts and experiences and it's not something bad or evil it's just something that holds a a bank of stuff that we're still tuning or expanding in our life i think yeah i i I, the, the way i love letting go of the edges as i phrase it is i become the I, I melt into the plants, I melt into the ground, I melt into the sky, I melt into, and I've connected to everything, and every, I, I breathe through everything, everything breathes through me, and uh, it's just, I, I, I can't even describe the bliss that that is, that that is. And I think when we put it on to somebody else, which is the guru syndrome, which is, you know, yeah. but I don't, whether it's a priest or reverend or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not criticizing people for doing it because we are taught, as I said, from very small to, to, to expect somebody knows and we don't. But when we do that, we put it on and we say, only you can pray for me or only you can take me to that light then we lose that ability to know that actually we're all the same in that we all have access exactly to the depths of the light and it's just a matter of how to get there and there's yeah. so many different methods that work really effectively and you've hit the nail on the head there there's so many different methods so that's what i was trying to get to was that's why you there are so many different methods and what would get me someplace would get somebody would maybe not get somebody else where they need to be because we're all individuals so all we can ever do is guide each other um and share the knowledge that we have or how we do this and you know if i taught 
if I know I can't say that, but if I explained how I lose the edges, and I'm not sure I have the vocabulary for that, but suppose somebody else can lose, like you were saying, you can you lose the edges by opening your eyes and closing your eyes and opening your eyes. Uh, I'm not sure that would work for me because for me it works with my <laughs> eyes closed, and by somebody doing it the way you express it might help somebody say, oh, yeah, that works better for me. And somebody else might say, you know what works best for me is when my eyes are wide open, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and it's something Mm -hmm. entirely different. So it's so precious that we each have a way that's unique to ourselves, to each of us, to do this. So that's my whole point is we hold each other's hand, guiding each other through what it is they might need to help them achieve what they are are feeling out for. And for me, it works different, different times. Like I can lose the edges very fast by just sitting and looking at nature. And I can lose the edges by closing my eyes and putting corners of my lips up and going through my body or feeling my body. There's, there's, we have to remember that what might work one day might not work another day. Yes. Now, I got another idea. Have you ever tried? Now, say you're outside lying on the grass looking up at the trees, for example. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried looking at the spaces between things? Not looking at the leaves, but the spaces mm-hmm. between the leaves, the spaces between the tree and the sky, the spaces between that aren't yes. that aren't realized with an object in in a sense. I used- I used to find a lot of, um, when I used to travel, and I don't really suggest people do this, I had quite a long trip to get to the health center I worked in in New York. I saw a lot of clients there. And I would, um, I would uh, in the winter particularly, I would look at where the trees met. As you said, the space between where the tree and the sky is mm-hmm. and where the, uh, the leaves were all off the trees. And just at that point, or just where the ocean meets the sand, so it's just that it's it, it's a uh, you know there are so many ways to find that guru within or to find the the teacher or the master within us because it's within us all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I just think our time here on this planet is far more interesting when we explore these things. And we can release the edges and feel the comfort of being connected to all things rather than being separate from all things. Being separate from all things, to me, is fearful. So I guess that's what I was trying to say. When I lose the edges, there's absolutely no fear at all. So when we are looking at the guru or being our own guru or no gurus, what we're just saying really is you have that. Whatever you're looking for in someone else, no matter what it is, I mean, you know, you That's have right. it you within you. You have it within you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you might be looking at somebody and want to look like, um, I don't know, some famous person. That 
you can you know that's not what we're talking about we're talking about the space the the deep spiritual space within us mm. you do this to me every time we start to talk and i share with you something i i just find myself losing the edges <laughs> Well, we support each other and we flow easily with each other. Yeah. Um, Jill, do you want to give a way in which people can reach you if they want to do a session? Oh, sure. I do all different kind of sessions. You could reach me um, on on email. Okay. Um, and that would be... Um, Council, which is spelled C-O-U-N-C-I-L of O-F Grandmothers, G-R-A-N-D-M-O-T-H-E-R-S, Council of Grandmothers at gmail.com. And I'm, I'm happy to help. I'm happy to help. I do charge for my time though because i have to set aside specifically time to help people and if you want to if you jill uh does offer um, a 50 percent off the first session so if you're interested just buzz her on that and yeah and i'll let you know what my prices are but the first price the first go with you is is 50 percent off Jill, do you want to talk a little bit more before we finish about guru, gurus and no gurus? <laughs> uh, I would love it if everybody's. I am my own guru. I think that's what's happening for our world now is we're being pushed inside. COVID pushed everybody inside physically into their homes or apartments or whatever. And I think the the symbolism of that is pushing us inside. How do we find that space? How do we find... And even I'm hearing that a lot of people don't want to go back to work they hated. They're resigning because they're stopping by realizing. I think this is a a reaction of a couple of things. The last last, um, five years, perhaps, the the presidency that we had here that uh, was so unsettling and then going from that into the pandemic uh you know you you said all along this is this is could be an opening opening for the world mm-hmm. now and it certainly seems to be an opening a time for uh you know when i did the mayan chart for today one of the things that came out, and you can get get the my the Mayan chart, the day's Mayan chart, on Facebook. Uh, just you just put Earth Tribe Radio, and you get the and it's free. But today's was all about you know. There's a duality in life. There you you you. You have a good time, you don't have a good time. You accept something, you reject it. You connect to something, you disconnect from it. Because today was about dualities. But we must remember, too, that whatever we do, the choice was ours, and we always have a choice. 
So today, I, was, I think... today was about making the choices wisely. And, and not because the problem is that when we make a choice and then we feel like it's not the one we wanted, sometimes we go into this whole victim and blame thing. It's not and, about that you know, at I'm, all. It says, it says no. I said that today in the Mayan chart, whether you feel helpless uh, or somebody's done something to you, the reaction you have, the choice you make is still your choice. And that was that's so important because... That takes us out of the victim. And that leads us into the guru within. Exactly. So that's a, that's a huge deal. Well, you've been listening to Earth Tribe Radio, www. Oops, I can't even say w. www.earthtriberadio.com. <laughs> Your home on planet Earth.